riding, fresh kid turned rotten. I can't believe how naive that I've gotten. Over the years, seems like I'm getting dumber. Reminiscing to a time when I was younger with a hunker. Full of dreams, determination, right. self esteem. Welcome to uh, I Only Like Their Old Stuff, episode four. Uh, I'm Jay Ho, and this is Groove. Get in the hole! <laughs> and uh, we're going to start off with a little bit of a, a twist this week. We're adding to our uh, repertoire with a number one hater, so Groove's going to talk about that. Yeah, number one hater this week is um, is Barrett Fisher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, mainly because old Barrett was um, was really pissed that she wasn't number one fan for the second week in a row. Uh, it's it's amazing how many people um, have actually asked to be number one fan, and 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 I swear we're gonna get to you. Just keep listening so you can hear your name on an internet podcast that nobody listens to but you. Yeah. But we'll get around to you. Um, number one hater this week uh, used to be number one fan, uh, and actually probably you know still in the realm of a uh, super fan. However, this week uh, she was just pissed that she that she wasn't number one fan. However, Barrett, we are talking about you on the podcast. So that's really cool. Um, definitely going to get a text message the instant that you uh, hear this. Um, but uh, all in all, you did wind up hating a tremendous amount on the podcast um, because you weren't number one fan. Mad at us because we didn't choose her over our friend Schmunky who is in the hospital for a week. And he actually he sent me a text. He was in the hospital for two weeks. Oh. Schmunky's got cancer. And um, and he said it was okay for us to say that on the yeah. on the show, so that's a we didn't mention that last week. So um, upset with us for not being number one fan over a guy with cancer, um, Schmunky. We hope your recovery is going well. Uh, congratulations on your last week's number one fan, and and Barrett, congratulations on on being the first number set, one hater, seven yeah. records, the first number one fan, and the first number one hater. So. Um, uh, maybe this week you'll send us an email, some feedback. Last, you know, last two episodes, the, the first two episodes, she sent us an email with feedback. Third episode, she waited for a long time to listen to it because she knew she was a number one fan. She also did not send an email with feedback. So be careful <laughs> what you ask for. Um, okay, so now we're going to go into number one fan for this week. Um, mm-hmm. And the number one fan this week is our friend Charlotte from Columbia, South Carolina. And the reason she is number one fan is because she's been sending us uh, emails and not just saying, you know, I like the podcast, but actually feeding us some news stories that she's mm-hmm. been interested in. And it's, you know, it's cool that she's actually uh, sort of participating in the podcast. And so uh, some of the stuff that she sent us, we're going to talk about in a future podcast. But um also want to shout out Charlotte. She's kind of a new mom now. And she told she said to us that, uh you know, she's having to stay at home a lot, obviously. And our podcast is kind of making her week a little better. So, she did actually say that it was great to listen to as she was milking or pumping, <laughs> pumping. pumping, pumping. So, you know, if you've got, uh, if you are lactating at the moment, um, check us out as you're pumping. <laughs> um, you know, which could be a good a good pastime as you as you get milk into a uh, into a bottle. <laughs> Awkward. Okay, so uh, sort of taking off on that point, Charlotte, some of the things she sent us have been about uh, music, and we've actually been talking um, about last week's show was sort of themed around uh, sports. We didn't really mean for it to be, but it was a sports theme episode, and we actually had a lot of good feedback on that. And so we've decided that maybe not every more A lot more than we expected. Yeah, a lot more positive feedback from people who like sports and people who don't like sports. Um, yeah. And so... We're going to try to do some themed episodes, maybe not every episode, but a majority of the episodes maybe. And uh, so next week we're going to go back into some theme stuff. With uh, We're going to do an all-music episode talking about music and concerts and stuff like that. So so if you have any uh, have any suggestions for topics about a music-themed episode, go ahead and send them into the email. Uh, I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. Great. And we'll get to those. <clears throat> so uh, into the heart of the show here, we're gonna. Uh, you, you got some some stories about some stuff that happened to you last week, right, Groove? Well, this uh, this past weekend, <clears throat> let me just. Uh, I'll just set the table here. Um, my girlfriend and I um, are planning on moving to 
uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm going to be going uh, to NC State, and we're going to move out there. And we've um, a, a, like two weeks ago, Mackenzie went up there with her sister to take a look at some houses uh, for us to live in when we move up there. We need to go ahead and sign a lease, that kind of thing, whatever, whatever. And and um, I, you know, I pretty much gave her a final edit. I was like, I'll trust your judgment because I had to work that weekend. I couldn't get away, and there's no other weekend for us to do it. So she went on up there, and she. <clears throat> She found a house that she liked, and um, what she wanted to do this past weekend was go back up there and, and measure the rooms to make sure um, the furniture that we took was the right furniture because we're combining households and that kind of stuff. And we've got way too much stuff. We're going to have to you know, get rid of a lot of things in order to fit into this house because it's much smaller than what we've been living in. And um, <laughs> And I originally thought, wow, this is... Uh, kind of a waste of time. You know, I definitely did not tell her that um, because I thought, well, we can get the room dimensions, you know, from the landlord, not a big deal, and we'll be able to figure it out on our own. But I didn't want to tell her that because I didn't want her to think that I wasn't hyped for the trip and therefore have her be, like, constantly, like, worried about whether or not I was, you know, um, enjoying my time or whatever. whatever. So um, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, wow, what, this is going to be a waste of time, waste of money, a lot of driving, it takes five and a half hours to get there. Um, but we wind up, uh, we go and it, cause I, you know, I've gotten kind of good at, at, at keeping my mouth shut and picking my battles a little bit more wisely, you know, as, in my later years. Oh, and, you uh, might, you're so, going to get in trouble for saying that. I'm going to get, well, she don't listen to it. So she, oh, that's she, right. You're safe. <laughs> I'm safe. Uh. Don't listen to it. Um, so we go, um, we, we drive up there and, and, um, <laughs> we get up there and, and we had, <clears throat> Um, we were both really tired and really hungry. I'd worked that morning, so I was up at 5:45 to get ready to go into work, and and we didn't get there until about 10 o'clock at night. And we drove straight to the house. We didn't go check into the hotel, or anything like that. She was really excited for me to see the house, which I think was a, most of the reason she wanted to go. She wanted me to like like the house before we were moving up there, you know. And um, <clears throat> so we pull into the neighborhood, we pull up to this house, and we go in and. Um, <laughs> I'm walking around looking at the rooms and stuff and um, just kind of uh, metabolizing it to use a term that our friend Papa likes to, to use. And, what? And, uh, just, just, kind of, just, trying to, just taking in, taking it in, digesting it, seeing, seeing what I liked about it and making sure that my reaction was appropriate to make Mackenzie feel good about the decision she had made and this kind of thing. And, um, and it is, it's a cool house, you know, whatever. I like it. It's cool. But I'm standing there in one of the rooms, just kind of like trying to figure out what furniture is going to fit in there and this kind of thing. And, um, <clears throat> I, I, I get a little bite on my leg <laughs> and, and I look down and there's like, there's like 20 fleas on my leg, <laughs> like covering. It looked like I had socks on, on both my, I was wearing sandals. And and it looked like a socks on my my legs were covered in fleas and I in in my head I don't think I've wigged out that bad yeah. ever <laughs> in my life like you know I mean it's not like I, I'm not like scared of bugs or anything but if you have like a lot of one type on you at one time then you know it, it's a common well and concern. fleas are like an, a thing that infests too you know so it's like lice or something it's right, so it's it's, right. it's 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 even worse than if it were like flies or something <laughs> yeah like you, mean, you're afraid that they're on you all the time then and well so, that was the thing like i i bent down and i was like slapping them and picking them off and like getting them off my legs and stuff like that and we had gone in the backyard which had some tall grass and i was thinking man were these on me ever since i walked through the backyard and we got you know we're gonna she's got three dogs that are gonna be coming with us uh, which i'll get to in a minute um, and I was like all concerned about the dog getting this, you know, if I've got that many fleas on me just from walking through the yard, we're screwed if we're going to be trying to live here, you know? And, um, this is my first impression of the house, you know, this yeah. is me walking in and I get, uh, so yeah, so I get this call from Groove on Friday night and he's like, uh, we're at Applebee's. There's fleas <laughs> at the house all <laughs> over me. And it's just so down, and so I think I suggested that you start a flea circus, which probably which went over, seemed to go over really well, uh, meaning that there weren't many jokes, there weren't many laughs about it. 
Yeah, I, I was failing to find the humor in it because even yeah. though I had slapped all the fleas off of me, you know, and I couldn't find any more on me, it's like even though and, – and we walked through the rest of the house, whatever. I was ready to go. We were both really hungry. We hadn't eaten since like 4 o'clock that afternoon, and it was like 10.30, almost 11 by the time we get to this. You know, we went to Applebee's. Applebee's. No if you like Applebee's, grill. that's great, you know, but – but that's not somewhere where I usually eat. I try to stay out of franchise restaurants. And we get there, and this guy, where well, I'm telling the guy that, you know, oh, yeah, we're moving in. You know, this is the server because Mackenzie's on the phone. I'm ordering for it. And I'm like, yeah, we're just moving up here. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I work for a guy who will rent you a house that's three stories tall for $1,100. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, what the fuck? You know, like, no. <laughs> no, yeah. like, no, I'm not going to. I don't think I want to no. do that. I bet there's more fleas at that house than at your house now. <laughs> God, right. I'm starting to itch thinking about these fleas, well, like myself. Yeah, like and my so like all stuff. through dinner, I thought they were up in my, you know, everywhere. I thought they were on uh, up under in your my hair. clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried that the fleas had nested in my beard and yeah. begun to lay eggs. And oh. Anyway, so we, you know, it was, it was kind of, it was bad. You know, it was bad, and then and we were both tired, and, and we wound up, like, bickering for the rest of the night. It just did not turn out well. However, there was a Rolls Royce parked in the Applebee's parking lot, and we had a good time trying to figure out who in the Applebee's was the guy that drove, or girl, that drove the Rolls Royce to the Applebee's. It was probably that gonna... server <laughs> with, the, with the $300 house. Yeah, yeah, well, the, um, <laughs> the, uh... The, so anyway, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you're driving a Rolls Royce. I don't know why you're hanging out in Applebee's. I mean, the bar was all right, and they had the playoffs on, you know, which obviously is cool. But um, anyway, so we go back, back the next day once the sun's out, you know, and <clears throat> the ad for the house said it was fully fenced in, and the backyard is really big, and part of it is covered by bamboo. You know, if there's like three sections to a backyard or like three. You know, the house is one, and then to make the rest of the box of the backyard, you've got three sections of fence. And on the right, the chain link fence runs all the way to the back. But in the back and on the left side of the yard, which is covered by bamboo, it's like chicken wire, and it's like been pulled away from the post. So that is, it wouldn't even keep a rabbit in, you know, much less a full-grown dog. It keeps fleas in, seems like. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well... So I walk back to the back and I find this out. I'm like looking at it. I'm like, what the, you know, what the hell? You know, my, my fear of the fleas is completely demolished by my fear of the fact that this backyard does not actually have a fence on it. And, and yet we've already signed the lease for it because, you know, because Mackenzie was like, this house is great whatever whatever you know and i'm like oh boy our hands are tied the landlord's going to be an asshole he's not going to put in a new fence it's going to cost me millions of dollars to put in a chain link fence and i don't have millions millions of dollars yeah millions of dollars nice chain link fence yeah when you you get in a situation like that it's like you've made this life decision and Mm -hmm. even though it's not the end of the world if you had to break your lease it seems like this huge huge deal doesn't it like well, yeah, I mean, oh being that we're almost six hours away, if we had to break the lease, that would mean that we'd have to either use the rest of that day to find another house in one day or come back up on another weekend, which, you know, we don't really have the time for, much less can really afford to do. You know, it's yeah. not like we're going to have a G5 jet, to, you know, to take us up here. So anyways, we had called the landlord in the morning to tell him we were going over to the house. And, and, and oh, by the way, Mackenzie found, like, evidence of a mouse, which obviously the evidence of a mouse is mouse turds and mouse urine. <laughs> and we found those in the cabinets of the kitchen, which, like, if you're thinking, like, you want mouse turds anywhere in the house, you probably don't want it where your dishes are going to be touching, you know, which you're going to be using to eat. You know, you don't want to eat mouse turds. That, that being said, we were concerned. <laughs> uh, yeah. About whether or not you know this is we're gonna have to break a lease, find a new place to live, put in a fence ourselves, you know, or or anything, you know, like and and also there's this flea problem. And I didn't know if it was in the backyard or in the house, and so and I'm walking around the backyard, and then I go into the house, and I go right back to that room where I noticed the fleas for the first time, and I'm standing there for a couple of seconds, and I look down, and once again I'm covered with fleas. And I am just, uh, I've lost it by then. In my head, now I'm still trying to keep the facade of like calm, collected, so that Mackenzie doesn't wig out. Because she was already, oh, she was so disappointed in herself for not 
knowing about the fence thing. But she didn't go out too far in the backyard because there was a little bit of poison ivy there, and she's allergic to it. She didn't want to catch it, whatever, whatever. She just assumed that since the chain link fence was on one side of the yard, the, the side that you could see the fence, you know, that it would be all the way around, and it wasn't. So she's all you know, really upset with herself. And I feel bad because it's, it's a matter of an experience, you know, it's the fact that we hadn't really done this before, you know, and then this happens. And so about two hours later, and if two hours later is when the landlord shows up. And so for two hours, I'm sitting there thinking of, of the options or lack thereof that we have, you know, in dealing with this house, you know, even though, because we've already signed a lease and, Oh, my mind jumped to several different conclusions, like frogs on a lily pad, you know, just like jumping around. Changing your identity, entering the witness protection program. <laughs> Running away, just going. Just skipping out on it, yeah. Yeah, totally. And, um, and, and we had already mailed in the security deposit in the first month's rent and all this kind of stuff, and it was just, oh, it was so bad. And then, and then, then finally, finally the landlord shows up, and he pulls up in this, you know, Rolls 08, Royce. 09. Yeah, right. No, he pulls up in this big old nice SUV, and he's got the largest cigar hanging out of his mouth that I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. And he's wearing, like, um, like nice khaki pants with a T-shirt tucked into the pants. And I've already, you know, mentioned my preference on tucking in of shirts. You know, it needs to be buttoned down all the way to the bottom. But he was obviously in his Saturday afternoon work clothes, you know, with, like, cigar and, like, chilling, you know. And, um... This guy obviously, you know, does a lot of this. You know, he has like several properties and he works for this realty company. And, and, uh, anyway, so he, um, he shows up and man, I went from the pits of despair to like, I told Mackenzie, I was like, why don't you go on into the house and let me talk to this guy and try to, you know, try to hardline him. In case it gets ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, well, he had already known her, you know, so the best I, the best thing I had going for me was that, here I am, bald with a beard, and, and some people think that I'm intimidating looking until they get to know me and they recognize that, you know, I'm not scary whatsoever. And I'm like, so maybe I can just go on my looks and, like, first time he's met me and let me go ahead and see what I can do, you know, and, and see where he's at and feel him out and this kind of thing. And I, I take him to the backyard. I'm like, yeah, we got a couple concerns about the house. And, you know, I'm like, uh, this this isn't really a fence. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, but I was like, we want to be here, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> He turned out to be a really good guy, and he's like, oh, I got a guy, you know. <laughs> he had a guy for everything. He's got a guy for the investigation of, yeah. of the house. He's got a guy for the clearing of the bamboo. He's got a guy for, you know, he's got like 15 different guys. And um, turns out that he's he's probably going to, well, I say he's probably, he's going to put in a chain link fence to, to finish off the yard. And, uh, you know, he's like, well, we used to live here ourselves and, you know, I wanted it to be like your house and like, you know, like you're buying it, you know, and I want you to be totally happy with it. And all while he's smoking this huge cigar and just blowing the smoke in my face. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, you know, like I've yeah. never, I would never expect to meet this kind of guy before. And, um, but he was really nice. He was good. And so, um, they're gonna, they're gonna fumigate the house. We're going to get rid of those fleas and, uh, wow. And they're gonna <clears throat> they're gonna put in a fence, and it was just a trip to. Uh, and and his dad, his dad lives like five houses down from us, and um, and he's like, you know, he goes on and he starts sharing his his personal life with us about his the situation with his dad and with his wife and his dogs and all this. He stands in the yard talking to me for the better part of an hour. Yeah. You know, after like 10 minutes of, of, you know, me telling them the list of things that we need to get changed before we move up there. And then he goes on for like 40, 50 minutes about his own life. And I'm like, you know, well, that's nice to know. <laughs> you know, but like, okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, and, well, and you that's good, though, something. because like, you know, I've had a lot of landlords. Cause I've moved a lot and I've had like some good landlords, but most of the time I've had bad landlords. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you don't. You know, not necessarily like slumlord style, but don't really care that something's broken or not up to your standards, you know, so it's good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely mm-hmm. good. This this whole thing reminds me of the plot of this 80s movie called The Money Pit. Have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> with oh, Tom yeah. Hanks Tom and Hanks. Uh, Shelley Long, I think, where they buy this yeah. house and it falls down around their ears pretty yeah. much. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good classic right there. Yeah. They, they bought it for so cheap and then they wind up you know, going yeah. into that, trying to fix it. Put it on. That's what I imagined when you told me this, just with more fleas. 
I mean, who walks into a house and there's fleas jumping all over? And then everybody that I tell this about, which is really like three or four people, they're like, oh, well, it's probably in the carpet. But the the whole house is hardwood floors. Yeah, where are they coming from? Where are they living? Where the hell do these fleas live? But I found that there's a couple separations in the floorboards over in the corner of that one room that I was standing in, which is going to wind up being, quote, unquote, the guest bedroom. So if you ever want to visit, you're in the Oh, I'm not staying in the guest bedroom. That's for sure. (laughs) I I truly imagined you with with a Tom Hanks wig on, like an 80s Tom Hanks wig when you kind of had a little bit of a fro going on, you know? did have a little bit of a fro. Well, the – Huh. Yeah, so anyway, so I did get to meet one of my next-door neighbors, and it was possibly, it was in the top five most awkward moments of my entire life. Because he, this guy's standing here, and he's working in his yard, and this kind of stuff. He looks, looks like mid-30s or whatever. And I go up to him to meet him, and, um, you know, and it, I mean, we're sitting there. We're unloading my car. I brought some, some non-essential stuff to go ahead and drop off at the house or whatever, and, and he's just kind of standing there watching us and cutting his brush and stuff like that. And I finally walk over. I'm like, hey, I'm David. We're going to be moving in. And his name's Tucker, I think. And he had um, – it had to be chewing tobacco. Not not like Copenhagen or Dip or anything, but like but like Red Man. And it looked like a he had a baseball stuffed in his face. Yeah. And he was just like, well, hey. And he didn't say – and he didn't say like, well, good to meet you. Nothing. He was just like, hey. I'm I'm working in my yard. And I was like, okay, well, I, I'll I'll see you see, next, next month. Yeah, that guy's got a meth lab in his backyard, and that's why he wanted you gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need to watch out for that. <laughs> Neighbors are weird, man. I, the neighborhood I live in right now is really weird. So the people across the street from me have this parrot, and it talks a lot, mm-hmm. but it makes these questionable noises <laughs> that I think <laughs> perhaps reflect these people's love life. <laughs> you'd be sitting here and I'll have the window open because it's, it's getting warm out right now I'll have the window open I hear this ooh 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 and I'm like what is that what is going on and I realize it's the bird it's this bird across the street <laughs> and it just it also makes the noise of a, of their of their phone Mm-hmm. And so all day long, it sounds like the phone's ringing. But the only reason I know it's not their phone is because the owner of the bird comes out into wherever the room the bird lives and yells at the bird and tells it to stop doing that. And the <laughs> bird gets in an argument with this lady. I'm I'm not joking here. The bird says, I'm being funny. <laughs> I'm not making this up at all. I'm being funny. And this woman that owns the bird says, you're not being funny. Stop doing that. And goes back inside, and then you know the cycle repeats, and he starts making the orgasm noises again, and uh, it's just very strange. And then my neighbor, <laughs> on the same theme, fuck you, bird. We're gonna put you in a cage. Yeah, fuck you, bird. <laughs> uh, Quit being a bird. Now, being time a bird. out before you get to the next neighbor, because like you've got to know what you're getting into when you buy a parrot or or whatever bird it is that mimics sounds. Yeah. You know, it's not like, uh, it's like, Oh, we didn't know that this bird does this, you know, like you right. gotta be careful. I mean, I assume if you're going to make that kind of, you know, purchase on a bird that mimics sounds, you, you better know what kind of sounds you're making on a daily basis. Or I guess it highlights the kinds of sounds that you forgot that you make. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think of a parrot and there's certain things you think cliche things that a parrot says, you know, yeah. You don't imagine it like making sex noises. Yeah, making, yeah, basically making sex noises. <laughs> and uh, every time the bird starts like talking, my the my mentally challenged cat stares out the window just with bloodlust. Yeah, just wants to just eat that bird. The bird is like twice <laughs> as big as Veruca is, and she just wants to eat that bird. She has these fantasies, I can tell. So my neighbor on the other side is this older guy from uh, New York named Crazy Joe. We call him Crazy Joe. That's not his real name, but um, <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice guy, but he's just a little bit not there. Uh, I think he likes to hit the sauce a little bit, you know. But yeah. the thing that's, like, unique about him is that his wife goes to work at, like, probably 8 o'clock in the morning. And if yeah. you're up in the morning between, like, 8 and 11, and, the you know, you're outside taking the garbage out or whatever, he'll Which often have not- it. That only happens to you like once a yeah, month. Yeah, once in a while. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for selling me out there. But um, 
he often has his window open because I guess, you know, it gets hot in his house. <laughs> and I had heard this from other people first before I experienced it myself, and it was none, nonetheless shocking when it actually happened. Um, he likes to watch uh, dirty movies, shall we say, <laughs> and turn the sound up real loud in the, early in the morning. Um, it's the, so he's this, like, older guy, and he... <laughs> You'll be outside, and if it's not the bird making sex noises, you know who it is. You know it's coming from the house <laughs> the door. And, well, uh, I mean, I guess some people like coffee to wake up to in the morning. Yeah, and he likes that, and he likes to share with the whole neighborhood. So it was one of those things that, like, everybody, like, several people that have been to our house have heard it, but I hadn't heard it yet, you know? And so I was yeah. like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm sure that didn't really happen. And then I heard it, and I didn't know where it was coming from, and I was like, that sounds like people having sex. <laughs> and I was like, it's not the parrot, and people don't have sex like that. I know for a fact that that's not real sex. There's no way that's real sex because people don't make those noises. And so then I hear it, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's my old next-door neighbor. <laughs> that's Crazy Joe. Crazy Joe. Uh, crazy Joe. Watching well, porn. Watching porn. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, that's, um, I, you know, my neighbor's. We've already talked about it a little bit. I mean, all, all my neighbors right neighborhood. now. Yeah. In my current neighborhood, they all. Yeah, we got into that with the uh, the yard sale thing. Yeah, they all pretty much suck. So there's nothing to add to. <laughs> that. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, you know, here's something <clears throat> that um that we were thinking about talking about a couple of weeks ago, and we hadn't is uh is grocery stores. Yeah. Uh, and and. And the the fact that grocery stores are pretty much just like we we mentioned with the doctor's office, they're like casinos. I mean, the grocery store is a if you step into it, you don't know when you're going to leave again. Um, and the fact that there's no clocks on the walls and there's I'll just go ahead and say that there's two grocery stores near me. In um and the reason I'm thinking about this is because I was thinking about the grocery store that we we're gonna go. Um, the nearest one at our house when we're moving up to Raleigh is 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 called an Aldi. And it's like apparently it's got like like broken broken it, food. It's and, like and a discount. Like, it's a discount. Like uh, the the food has passed its, its exp- expiration date and stuff. Right. And yeah. when we were hanging out with um with our, a couple of our friends that are up in in Raleigh, um, uh, Glenn and Julia, uh, we we went, we were going to eat breakfast with them on Sunday morning, and we were walking around the area that we were going to eat breakfast, and they were just telling us stuff and. They showed us this one grocery store, and I was like, oh, yeah, we've got a grocery store near us. It's a collection of letters, and I don't know what it is. And they immediately, they both knew it was an Aldi, because I'd never heard of it before. And they're like, yeah, you you may or may not want to go there. If if you do go there, you don't want to buy meat from there. <laughs> yeah. And it's all past its expiration date. It's all, like, damaged packaging. Therefore, it's sold for cheap, uh, something like that. But – um. There's a grocery store next to my house. There's there's two. One's like, you know, basically walking distance from my house, and the other one you got to drive for a minute. And it's a matter of like whether or not I want to pick up two items or whether or not I want to go grocery shopping, which I absolutely detest. Right. I cannot stand going to the grocery store. And so usually I'm just going to the 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 food city or and what I call the food, food shitty, shitty right next to my house. And every time I go with somebody that hasn't <clears> been there before, I think you and I have gone before, and, I, and I, I, I make a statement before we step in. I say, I guarantee you, you will not see anybody smile while we're in no. there. And that's the case. With the food shitty right next to my house, nobody is happy to be there, especially the people that work there, or maybe even especially the people shopping there, because they know when they walk in, it's just this veil of, of depression that's going to you know, like transcend. That place down onto is the- really like going back in time. It's like a time warp. You go in there, mm-hmm. and it's like this shitty 70s decor inside. So I can mm-hmm. kind of see why they're, they'd be depressed working there. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like on its last leg. It doesn't have any of uh, any of the anything that that you would find in a grocery store today. It doesn't have a self checkout line, which I know you've got an experience with, and it doesn't have um, like the the card swipe. You know, if you're going to pay with like a debit card, yeah, it asks uh, it asks like twelve different questions, like. It, it, it's from it's like one of the very first. I've got a debit card. I'm gonna swipe it. Machines. It, it's it, got it's like really a is. carbon paper thing on it. <laughs> that gets slotted across. <laughs> Give you your carbon copy. Right. 
it's not that bad, but it's like you, it asks you, you know, if you want to pay debit or credit, and then it, you put in your password, and then is this amount okay? Do you want cash back? Well, is that amount okay? And do you, you know, it's, it's just like it's like three more questions than you're used to. So what happens to everybody there is that they answer the questions they're used to answering, and then they stop and they don't look at it. And the person at the Food City hates their job so much that they don't tell the person that there's more questions to answer on the little machine. You know, so they're just yeah. staring at them with an ice cold stare, and then the you know the customer finally realizes they've got like an uh, you know a 500 word essay to write on the screen after you know, and they still got to go through this series of questions. And it's just just you know, it's little things like that, and you can't buy if the food if the SKU you know or the product sold came out in the past five years, they don't have it in the store because they just simply don't have the room for it. You know, and they're selling things like you know like bananas from like 1982 in there. <laughs> But they're not selling anything like that you would find today. No, no, no health food or anything like that. There's no such thing in this. Organic. There's no section for that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the freezer itself <laughs> is one of those like buffet line freezers. Does not have doors. There's no doors for yeah. the freezer. It's just like a big. It's like everything's just piled on top of each other. You have to dig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like a bargain bin at a at a, at a retail store. You gotta yeah. Go in there it's like that was why. There's no explanation for why that existed like that. Like that was never well, a good idea. The only thing I can think of is they didn't have. Um, they just didn't have the amount of inventory. Yeah. When they were building that food city, uh, and, and so therefore all they needed was a trough of frozen <laughs> foods, and then you could and go some of that food. stuff in there is still in there from like when they first opened, I think. Right, right. It's like DDT laced uh, fish sticks. DDT laced. Yeah, I have I have really bad grocery store anxiety because I think coming from the the fact that I don't like to interact with any more people than I have to in my life. Um, so yeah. I go to the grocery store and I get freaked out and I go in like I'll need essentials like you said like y- y- if you're gonna go grocery shopping which I hate to do too because I go in there I need all these things and I wind up leaving with like a quart of motor oil and a yeah. roll of tin foil no food <laughs> nothing you know nothing that I actually need or and you I buy can- like a lot of like hummus or like dip. You know, that, that you could put chips in, but you'd leave without the chips. With no chips. So, I, yeah, I get home, and I have all these things that I don't know. I, I have no idea why I bought them. And uh, if I do wind up buying a lot of food, I get so excited when I get home that I eat all the food that I buy. <laughs> That's a, yeah. I yeah. eat it all in one day, and it's gone. You know, like $100 worth of groceries, because I just have to have some everything. <laughs> Oh, these fruit roll-ups. <laughs> yeah, fruit roll-ups. Yeah, and that's the kind of bullshit that I buy. Yeah. Well, that's another thing is that um, because I don't like it, you know, I'll go in there and then I'll hop on the phone. And I'll be talking on the telephone and I'll be pushing a cart around. And, and by the time I get to the checkout line, I'm like, what the hell is in my cart? Yeah, like, why am I pouring this stuff out and putting it. it on the conveyor belt? Yeah, I mean, it's like, wow, I didn't even know that I needed five deodorant sticks but i guess i'm buying them you look into your uh into your cart and you realize that all the subjects that you were talking about on your call are there's things yeah. related to that in your yeah. bike and there's nothing that you really need i've got like magazines of like you know what was britney wearing two weeks ago and um you know that's my favorite by the way is to go up and the the impulse buys that they try to get you know right there at the cashier is like is all the weird magazines of like how many magazines could exist that talk about the same thing because it's the same headline just the different words you know and like three different magazines yeah and, and it's, it's all like, lies you, anyway being yeah. being that I'm a guy you know like I don't want to like pick up like Us Weekly and, and and look at it but I'm like so it's like a constant fight of like acting like I'm not reading the front page of it, you know, but like not picking it up, but just like looking at the front of it, you know, acting like I'm not looking at the front of it, but really wanting to know, you know, uh, uh, the women's top five sex secrets or something like that. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, Ooh, what is that? Yeah. Or it says we're inside. We'll tell you who Brittany's dating this week. And you're like, really, you don't care about that. But some part of you is like, you gotta know. I wonder who she is dating this week. Might be somebody I know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like is jennifer aniston really still upset over her divorce with brad pitt yeah you have stuff. that internal monologue where you're like looking around to see if anybody's watching you 
and you're like, well, I could pick it up. I mean, why can't I read the magazine? Why is it just for women? Why should yeah. I be able to read it? Right. I'm I'm progressive. I don't yeah. invest too much in gender roles. You know, I'm I should be able I'm to. Not let anybody it. hold me down. If I'm read, if I want to read that magazine, I'm gonna read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the cashier's like, "Sir, will you please check out?" Are you gonna read? This is not a library. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. We but, don't have the self checkout at the food shitty, but but you do where where you're living in Wilmington, right? I like the self checkout because, like I said, I don't, I don't like to interact with human beings any more than I have to, and so mm-hmm. the self checkout allows you to, in theory, not interact with anybody. But they put one person as like the uh, the overseer of the self checkout line, right? And usually that person is like the person who is not fit to run an actual cash register. Yeah, and they they watch you like a hawk, and so I get nervous, and inevitably, like I push a wrong button or something, and it's usually yeah. something that I can I can figure it out because like an idiot can run the thing, and which is why they've got this idiot watching it. <laughs> um, and but as soon as you make a mistake, they come flying over there like they're gonna help you, and mm-hmm. usually they make it worse, and then I'm having mm-hmm. to interact with people, and it just like my anxiety kicks in, and so. uh and there's this woman at the, the the grocery store where I'm at. They also do not smile. And I right around the corner is the grocery store. I go in there three times a week. Nobody like says hi to me or acts like they know me or anything. And I see these people, you know, more than the members of my family. Yeah. And uh, there's uh, there's one lady in there that smells like old cheese. And I just dread when she's running the uh, running the uh, the self checkout line. Yeah. Cuz one day she told me that she couldn't run my uh she couldn't run my debit card as a credit card which even though it's got the Visa logo. Yeah, even though it's got the, yeah, she obviously like I don't know what she uses for money, but like anybody knows that it for some reason it wouldn't run as debit, so I was like just run it as credit. And she's like that's impossible. <laughs> that can't be done. This is a debit card. It says it's a debit card on it. And then we got into this argument about uh, my my discount card, like my Lowe's Foods discount card. Um, yeah. I always sign up with some fake name for that because I don't want them, you know, sending stuff to my house because that's basically all a marketing ploy, you know. Right. So I use some fake name or whatever. Usually it's some obscene name, and uh, I sign up for that. Well, she noticed that my Lowe's food, the name on my Lowe's Foods card did not match the name on my debit card. And was attempting to claim that my Lowe's Foods card was a valid form of ID. And because the names didn't match, she couldn't check me out. <laughs> you're, you're, well, you know, aside from, you know, immigration, the discount that you would get at a Lowe's Foods is probably the next top priority, you know, in national security. Right. So for it you to try to check out with a Lowe's Foods card that says, hey, would you blow me? Which is my preferred uh, alias. <laughs> right. Right. They, were, know, well, they don't want any illegal aliens getting the discount at Lowe's Foods, is what they're what you're trying to say, right? Well, no. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. At least at least have it match your ID, man. You're you're trying to you're trying to get somebody else's discount. Gotta, <laughs> yeah. Watch out. So it's awful. And I actually, this is the funny, like, the close of this. I tweeted about my frustration with Lowe's Foods over this, and they mm-hmm. actually responded to me and uh, uh, told me that I should use their web checkout so that way I wouldn't have to interact with human beings at all. Lowe's Foods tweeted an at reply to you? Yeah, they, I guess they they have, like, a search engine or something that pulled up that I had mentioned their company's name in my post. And uh, yeah. Lowe's Foods... The uh, I guess Lowe's Foods has become self-aware or whatever, <laughs> like Skynet and the Terminator, and yeah. uh, suggested that uh, it's sort of a smart-ass suggestion, you know, that maybe I should try their web checkout so then I won't have to interact with the lady that smells like old cheese. Yeah. As somebody in the corporate office, they got stuck with running the Twitter account for Lowe's Foods, which absolutely probably has like two followers and they're both those like media market type people of like web designers, you know, that kind of thing. Like who randomly follow you on Twitter with, with hoping that it will get you to go to the website, (laughs) you know, and Lowe's Foods is following like 36,152 people. And, and it was this woman that has to search every day for anybody that would ever mention Lowe's Foods. And she finally got one, but yet she hates her job so 
much. She, she wanted to make a smart ass comment. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's how how. Yeah, she how how to that. Lowe's foods. Yeah. I was a little bit creeped out about it because you know you, you when you if you use Twitter and you put up certain words, you know that somebody's going to start following you or respond to you that you know based on what you said and it's kind of shocking how easily it is for people to see what you've written. But I guess that's part of it. I guess you got to be a little bit more careful when you're microblogging. <laughs> yeah. Gotta... I like that buzzword you just used there, micro. <laughs> Just had to throw that in there. Yeah. Well, I wanted to, you know, sound like I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, moving right along, you know, even though, even though my name and shame last week was people hating on how long this podcast is. Um, in fact, I think this week is going to be the shortest podcast to date. I don't know how long we've been casting, if you will, but um, we're going to move right along into um, what's the hype. Right now, and uh, I'll go ahead and, and talk about what my hype is. And this is something that's been around for a long time. It's just that I've never got into the habit of doing it, and therefore I, I, I guess the the hype train passed me by, and I'm like running as fast as I can to jump on the caboose of this hype train. But it's Pandora, <laughs> the internet radio station. You know, right. where you can type in a band or a song that you like, and then it it begins to create a radio station around what you like, and you can give it a thumbs up. Up or thumbs down. I mean, everybody knows what I'm talking about, um, except for one guy. And I guess this is why it's my hype. A buddy of mine sent me a text message today explaining Pandora to me. He's <laughs> 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 like, you need to check this out. And I was like, wow, you know. Uh, and I told him that I, that I had had it for a while. And this is a guy that's been looking for music suggestions from me. For uh, in the past couple of months, he's like, I'm, I'm ready to expand my musical, you know, catalog and uh, give me some suggestions. And then so he, he hypes me to Pandora. And I'm like, yeah, I've had it for a while. I just haven't been in the habit of using it. And the standard like, reply to that is like, uh, welcome to five years ago. <laughs> well, I I did say you were a little more I, tactful about it, though. Yeah, and he wound up saying like. Um, Thanks a lot. I could have been an awesome DJ by now. And then he said, he said that I was selfish. Oh, uh, for keeping it to yourself. Yeah. Well, you were afraid that you would be the guy that tried to hype somebody to something that everybody knows about already. That's why you didn't share <laughs> yeah. it with them. I, I didn't want to be that guy, and then not being that guy, I became a different guy that was also <laughs> that guy. Um, so yeah, so I've been listening to Pandora. I've got a couple different stations. One of them. Uh, probably my favorite, and, and part of why I've gotten back into it is because I've got a, a free Pandora application for my for my phone, you know. And, and my buddy, um, <clears throat> I was actually telling a buddy of mine who has the same phone as I do that, uh, oh, you know, you can get Pandora for your phone. And I was really hype about it. It was like the first day I got it, and I was showing it to him because he actually didn't know what Pandora was either. And, and he goes, so wait, why would you? why would you listen to that on your phone? Like, are you ever without your iPod? Like, why would you listen to internet radio on your phone? Yeah. What's the point? And it totally... Deflated your hype balloon right there. Yeah, it took the wind out of my sails. I was like, I went into that that mode where I was like, well, because it's free. And you never know know when you're going to get stuck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What if you got stuck in an elevator? (laughs) <laughs> like, and then I, I thought about saying, what if you got stuck in an elevator? And then I thought, well, if I was stuck in an elevator, one of two things would happen. One, I wouldn't have service, wouldn't be able to use it anyways. Or two, if I did have service, I would probably call somebody to get me out of the elevator instead of listening to internet radio on my phone. Everything has come back full circle. You've basically discovered a little bit better version of FM radio. <laughs> like a small <laughs> FM uh, Walkman radio, you know. <laughs> so I don't even know how how it handles with the battery, like how much it drains the battery. I haven't listened to it that much. I've been nervous about draining the battery while trying to listen to it. And I'm and, and he was right. I'm never in a situation where I don't have like some other way of listening to music or a need to. Listen. If I'm not in some situation where I I could listen to some other form of music. It's because I'm in a situation where I should not be listening to music, you know. Um, and, well, the um, important thing is, is that you got that. That's what the you, funny, you can well, come yeah. for yourself. Oh, I got, I got that. If I ever do need that, 
you never know when you're going to need it. I got that. Yeah. And and the, the thing was is it was like last Christmas. It may have even been two Christmases ago when was when I was first exploring this this Pandora music genome project. And I oh, yeah, there's another buzzword. Um, yeah. I, also I was, Skynet, yeah. The, one of the things about the holidays, about Christmas in particular, is that the one CD that my family has had that is like the epitome of Christmas music for me, and this is really something, is the is the Neil Diamond Christmas album. <laughs> I think I can one-up you on that, but go ahead. Well, and so my parents moved, and in their move they lost the CD. Oh. And I was everywhere. I was I was searching for it everywhere, and I couldn't find it. So it was Christmas time, and I got onto Pandora, and I was searching for the Neil Diamond Christmas album, and I couldn't do it. But I've wound up with a Neil Diamond radio station. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it is that it's what I what I've tried to do with it to try to tweak it to where it only plays Neil Diamond <laughs> because for, it's like another guilty pleasure. It's like Neil Diamond has a great voice and he speaks, he sings right to me. And so I've been thumbs upping all the Neil Diamond songs and thumbs downing all the other songs, which isn't, it's not like I spent hours on this. Yeah. Okay? It's just, it's, you know, just like, you know, 30 or 40 minutes. It's nothing wrong with Neil Diamond. That man never ages either. He's he been really the same doesn't. age for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, my, my family listens to, uh, my, my father likes the, uh, Alabama Christmas album, the country of Alabama. <laughs> there is a Alabama tour bus sitting <laughs> in a parking lot, sitting in a parking lot in West Knoxville, and it's like, it's, it's got stairs that go up in it, like you could go for a tour through the Alabama tour bus. It's been sitting there for like six months, and nobody's ever around it. I'm really concerned. I, I don't know what the deal is with it, but the Alabama tour bus, which is like real old, it's like chromed out, you know, and it's like, yeah. it looks like it, it hasn't been able to, maybe it's because nobody can drive it. Maybe it's because it, it's dead. And then that's where it died in some random parking lot in West Knoxville, but it's been sitting there forever. And it's just, it's the Alabama tour bus. You should call Homeland security about that because if the terrorists are going to hit us again, they're going to hit us with an Alabama tour bus. No one would expect that, you know. Okay, so my what the hype? My (laughs) my what's the hype this week is um, sort of related to another topic we're going to get into later. I went to see uh, the new Wolverine movie with my Mm -hmm. girlfriend, um, Mm -hmm. and uh, obviously comic book movie. And my girlfriend is really into comic books and into comic book movies and stuff like that. And so uh, we didn't really talk about it right after the movie was over with, but the next day we got into this like thirty minute conversation about comic book movies and comic book movies that are coming out and comic book stories that we liked when we were kids. And she knows like as much, if not more about comic books and like the origin of characters than I do. So it was kind of cool. So I've never really dated anybody that was into comic books. Well, and yeah, I mean, we will get into a discussion about it in, in grab bag, but um, in fact, my girlfriend and I went to see that movie last night and and that's funny because, you know, you, you enter into a dialogue about comic books and stuff like that with yours. And yet I think that, you know, Mackenzie was going to see the movie because she knew that I really wanted to go see it. And she just kind of went along for the ride. And I think she enjoyed it. But, but that's pretty that's, – that's hype to be able to have a dialogue about that. There you go. Yeah, I mean some people will go see a comic book movie because they like an action movie, you know. So, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know – it. There's it's it's rare that I find I mean most of my friends that are girls don't really aren't really into comic books for whatever reason or most of my friends aren't yeah into most comic of my books. friends period <laughs> are not into comic books so. yeah what um so what's her favorite comic book oh I'm gonna get in trouble with this <laughs> in an effort to get some brownie points this week yeah thanks for them. stealing my yeah. <laughs> I hated on the Lakers last week, so I kind of got into trouble. Um, so, she, she's a, I mean, she's into like X Men. She's like a Marvel person, really. So okay. she likes X Men and uh, the Avengers and Iron Man and stuff like that. So okay, okay. But she knows a lot more about Wolverine than I do because I never really like in the '90s when I was reading comic books. Everybody really liked Wolverine, and I, I, I don't know why I just didn't get into him that much. So mm-hmm. not like Charles Barkley. Yeah, yeah, Charles Barkley's a big Wolverine fan. Which, by the way, 
just a little uh, a little addition um, before I get into my what's not the hype. Um, watching Charles Barkley at halftime of these NBA games is just as much, if not more fun than watching the games themselves. If you guys uh, maybe tried to check out some of the NBA games while you were, uh, you know, after listening to our podcast, if that happened yeah, at if all. If you got real excited about the NBA after we massacred all that NBA talk last week. Yeah. Then um, try to make sure you watch a little bit of Charles Barkley. My favorite Charles Barkley quote of the week, which might wind up being a segment so long as the playoffs are still happening. My favorite Charles Barkley quote of the week was when um, it was a really rough game and, and people were uh, getting real physical with each other, a lot of real intentional fouls, people falling on their heads and stuff like that. Charles Barkley goes, they were talking about the, the hard-hitting game, quote-unquote, and he um he said, well, yeah, I want to see people get some hits in. This ain't the WNBA. <laughs> oh. And I thought, uh, what, what, what a statement to make yeah. you know, on national television. <laughs> I only like their old stuff does not necessarily endorse everything that Charles Barkley says. But. <laughs> it probably endorses nothing. Yeah. Charles says. Yeah. Uh, my favorite quote from Charles Barkley from the uh, – the Celtics game the other night was before the game they do this like pre-show and they try to like make it all hype now and they have this huge screen this huge big screen TV that's like a touch screen and the uh, the other guy the guy that hosts with Charles Barkley spent like 10 minutes like shuffling players around on this screen and like it was not working right so it was all kind of messing up and he had all but he had all these theories behind it and when he was done Charles Barkley just said well that was a waste of time <laughs> <laughs> and they moved on yeah. So my what's not the hype is um, real, hits real close to home to me this week. Um, Wait, so we're doing what's not the hype this week, kind of? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I just moved into it. Um, yeah, we had a listener suggest that along with what's the hype, we should do what's not the hype, and um, and that was a hat tip to Lopocalypse on Xbox Live, who. Um, actually does not like the podcast at all and probably hasn't listened to it since the first episode. Um, but he suggested that we do another section of what's not the hype. And <clears throat> so my what's not the hype is uh, in this move um, that I'm going to be moving to Raleigh, I, um, Mackenzie has three dogs, and, and no matter what, she's not going to get rid of her dogs. And two of the dogs are pretty cool, and the third dog is um, is not cool at all. Uh, and it's a blue tick hound, and it's it's really excitable and not very well behaved. And even though she's getting better as she's growing up, she's still got a little bit of pup in her. Um, she um, she's not going to be a good environment for my cats. And also, um, Mackenzie is allergic to cats a lot more than she is allergic to dogs. And she doesn't really hang out at my house ever because of the cat hair, and it really messes with her. And so, I am in the process of trying to find a new home for these cats because I think on the, on the larger scheme of things that um, the priority is, is the quality of life for these cats. And I don't want them to be terrorized by this, this dog uh, and, and, and not get to, to sleep in a bed with somebody being that they wouldn't be allowed to sleep with McKenzie and that kind of thing. So uh, it's, it's really kind of tugging at my own heartstrings to have to give up my, my pets um, and so really, if actually, if you're listening and you're a cat person and you're in the market for two adorable two-year-old cats with claws and they're too old to be declawed now and I, I wouldn't want them to be declawed and they travel together. They've never been uh, aggressive at any human being. they well socialized. I hang them upside down off my shoulder a lot to pet them and, and we play a lot and um One's long-haired, one's short-haired. The long hair is Bruce Bruce, and the short hair is Wheezy. And if you think you want some cats, let me know. I've got a sweet cat tree that, that comes with them if you want. Um, but, yeah, so I had somebody say last week that, yeah, they'd take them, and um, it's a cat person. I was really comfortable with uh, leaving them with my friend Erin. She, she, in fact, called me today and said, if you can find a different place, <laughs> then go ahead and oh, do something yeah. else. So it was like one of these where it was like, ah, okay, I found a house for him, and and then I got a call today saying, well, I'll try to find somebody else. So I'm still on the market looking for a good home for these cats. That's, well, a, that's really not the hype. That is not. That bums me out, man. I'm really sad mm-hmm. now. So we, you and I both, like I have two cats and you have two cats, and we both got our cats sort of at the same time. 
And mm-hmm. so it's I don't know. That's it's pretty sad. I'd hate to give up mine. Sure. Yeah, and uh, you know, and and it's easy to. And it comes from that Seinfeld, you know, what's his name saying? A guy with cats? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but these, I mean, whatever, you know, yeah, I'm a cat person more than I am a dog person, and uh, I love my cats. i got to get rid of them. Yeah. And, and the the worst is, those, these. I called somebody the other day to say, hey, do you know anybody that may want cats? Because this person has cats, you know, and cat owners know cat owners. And, um... And she went on this whole monologue, dude, of how I was a terrible cat owner and how I should keep them and have them live with these dogs and trying to find them a new home is so bad of me. And, I'm, you know, there's a special place in hell for me for getting rid of my cats. And I was just like, yeah, she didn't really go that far. But she made me feel like a piece of shit for getting rid of my cats. And, And I already do. You know, but I'm thinking about the cats more than I'm thinking about whether or not I want to be with the cats, you know. Well, it's not like you're not upset about it, so. Sure. Yeah, that's a bummer. That that really killed the mood. Wow, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. my my what's the hype is a little bit light, more lighthearted. What's not the hype is a little more lighthearted. Uh, my what's not the hype for this week is back hair because uh, I'm getting older, and as I get older, I'm getting back hair. Yeah. And I'm terrified by it because I don't think anybody likes back hair at all, you know, like woman, man, anybody, you know, like girls don't want their boyfriends to have back hair. Dudes don't like seeing other dudes with back hair. Like, it's just creepy, <laughs> you know, and like I'm getting this back hair and I try to fight it and it's just like it's messing with my mind. But I have this. How are you fighting it? Well, I've, I've, I shave it, <laughs> but it's hard because, you know, you can't reach it everywhere, you know. And it's just a constant battle. I need like a weed whacker or something. Um, it's not that bad, uh, but uh, it might get that way. But my question—see, I have this question that I posed actually to Maria about back hair because obviously she doesn't like back hair either, and she's not too thrilled with the fact that I have back hair. But um, and she she didn't really have an answer for me to this. Why is why is chest hair sexy but back hair is not? That's a good question because that seems to be. Uh, for the most part, a general consensus that chest hair is like a, uh, you know, virility is, is a sign of a, like a manly. Yeah, you're man. manly if you have chest hair. But if you got back hair, you're disgusting. Right. So what? Where's Where's the line drawn? I mean, it's like it's not like it's. <laughs> the line is obviously drawn at the shoulders <laughs> yeah. and at the hips, across the top <laughs> of the shoulders. The, yeah. I meant more of a, a non-literal line, but yeah. Yeah. But why? Why is that? You know, what makes it? Is it that? Is it that much different? From, from the chest hair or what? I don't know. I got a buddy that um, that has so much hair growing on his body that he actually has chest hair and back hair that comes up out of his shirt. Oh, that's out, a- out of the top of his shirt, and it connects to his beard. And and then this other friend that we've got, um, Josh, who, <laughs> uh, he, he's got he's got back hair that grows in the shape of an Adidas symbol. That's right. Literally, he's sponsored by Adidas through his back hair. <laughs> so really I don't know. I mean, that's, that, that could be like almost cool or extra creepy. Right. And we'll have to get with him on that and see what uh, what his wife thinks about his, his Adidas symbol that grows in, the, in back hair on his back. Yeah, so. I imagine she wouldn't be too upset if it was gone. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, I think so. he was actually going in to get like laser treatments to remove it. <laughs> On his back, but she had to like go in for like three treatments, and he only went in for like the first one. <laughs> so it which came totally back. Totally renders it. Yeah, just it probably uh, came back stronger than it was before. <laughs> so wow. I pose that question out to our audience: uh, if you can give me a good reason, scientific or otherwise, why uh, back hair is not acceptable but chest hair is acceptable, I'd like to hear it. So email us. I only like their old stuff at gmail dot com. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Um, grab bag this week uh, is uh, the title of it is "Should I Watch It?" slash "Should I Buy It?" And in 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 grab bag, whenever this topic comes up, we're going to talk about something that both Joey and I uh, have either uh, a CD that either of us own or a movie that we've both gone to see, something like that, and we'll suggest whether or not you should go see it or or go purchase it. And this week, uh, we're talking about X-Men Origins Wolverine, the movie that just got released this Friday. <coughs> and uh, I think it's, I imagine it's got to be the number one movie this week or whatever, right? 
Like, I'm sure it I'm is. sure it made a m- tons of money. Um, so I saw it, and you kind of know my opinion on it, but I don't know your opinion on it. Um, so, so I don't, you want me to start? Sure, yeah. Like, I liked it. I thought it was okay. Um, as always with these comic book movies, it seems like they try to cram too much stuff in there. And yeah. uh, I like some of the characters. I thought that Liev Schreiber was really good as Sabretooth, and Ryan Reynolds was awesome as Deadpool. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Hugh Jackman's always good. And I also like Gambit. I was playing Gambit, um, which is a character that a lot of X-Men fans have been wanting to see in the movie for a while. Um, I thought it started out really strong. And then as it got to the end, they started cramming more stuff in and, and making it more ridiculous. And it just kind of became a action movie for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I had uh, about a year ago, I was visiting a friend of ours, Pete Kane, up in Nashville, and he had a copy of the first uh, X Men Origins Wolverine comic book. And it was like it was it wasn't like a little you know fifteen page comic book. It was it was nicer. It wasn't a trade paperback, but it was it was thicker and it was nicer. And it was all uh, it was like the first episode, you know, and. <clears throat> I don't want to give too much away, but the, before the opening credits uh, is the kind of the, the very beginning of the story of, of when this guy Wolverine's a kid. And the comic book itself in the movie, um, the difference between the two set a, a bad tone for me at the beginning of the movie because that first little comic that I read was really cool and it was very, very different than – what the movie had, and I recognize that for the sake of the movie, for for a two-hour time limit, you know, in general, you got to, you do have to cram a lot in. But it, um, I don't know, it sacrificed a little bit. You know, the the old argument that the book's better than the movie, and and there, I just, I only like their old stuff. Yeah. Um, but the the movie on a whole, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. As you said to me on the phone before I went in, it is better than X Men Three. Yeah. So if you liked X-Men 3, if you thought it was all right, you know, and even though it was the worst out of the three X-Men movies, um, if you thought the X-Men 3 was tolerable, um, then you'll definitely enjoy the Wolverine movie. Um, I I as well liked seeing some of the other characters. Deadpool is a character that I've always liked in comic books, and um, Ryan Reynolds was fine. I wish it was a little bit more like a comic book character, but it was fine. It was cool to see Deadpool, and then also, um, well, they just didn't do much with it at all, so that was kind right, of the main right. thing. But I thought Ryan Reynolds did a pretty good job as that character for what little my time one, he was in it. But. My one beef with uh, Gambit and the, the this guy that plays Gambit was also uh, he plays Tim Riggins in Friday Night Lights, the television show, um, <clears throat> and this guy is from Canada. The guy that plays Gambit, and you know. I would assume that he would, being from Canada, maybe it's a wrong assumption, but Canada's got a lot of French-speaking people. And Gambit, at least in my understanding from when I used to read it back in the day, is, spoke a little bit of a French Creole and, and had a, a, a Louisiana accent, a southern accent, whatever, whatever, but also with some French thrown in there. And, and they didn't Cajun, do that at yeah. all. Yeah, they didn't touch that at all in the movie, so I was a little bit disappointed with that. I thought that he could be a lot more flashy and a lot, a lot more fun to watch, but it was cool to see Gambit. I was happy to see Gambit. Well, and, let me ask you this. Would you rather have seen them attempt that and fail at it or not attempt it at all, like the accent and everything? You know well, the accent and the attitude. Right, right. Because Gambit has a very distinct attitude, and I didn't see that. Uh, in the movie, but overall, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, you know, I mean, I went to see it last night, and um, yeah, it was all right. It was a, you know, it was an X Men movie. Yeah, and, I had low expectations for it because I usually do with these sort of spin off comic book movies. But yeah. it it exceeded my expectations. That doesn't mean it was great or anything, but I thought it was worth seeing. So overall, yeah, should I go see it? Yes, you should go see it. Yeah, if you if you like any, I mean, I've seen. For the record, I've seen, I think, every single comic book movie that's been made since, like, you know, 1995. I've even seen Elektra. <laughs> See, that's the kind of spinoff movie I'm talking about that I think is pretty yeah. awful. Yeah, and Daredevil. I never ben saw Affleck that, but I imagine it was terrible. No, it was. It was definitely terrible. Yeah. It was horrible. Um, so... Uh, well, I guess that's grab bag for the week. I would say go see it. What, what would you say? Yeah, I'd say go see it for sure. Uh, 
I don't know. Maria liked it less than I did, but I think she had higher expectations for it. So I don't know. If you're looking for a fun movie, yeah, go see it. You might it not understand all of it. I don't know. Oh. Well, I didn't understand a lot of it. It was like convoluted in some parts. Like, just the plot was kind of loose in some areas. But I agree that com- go check out if you're a comic book fan at all. Go check out that Wolverine origin story because I've read the first issue of that and it's really good. Yeah. So the um, next week, uh, just a reminder, we're going to be doing a music themed episode. So if you got any suggestions, um, any any type of topic within the music realm that you'd like to see us address, we'll do our best to get to that. Um, email us at I only like their old stuff uh, at gmail.com. Once again, you can listen to this podcast from the website I only like their old stuff.com, or you can listen to us from iTunes if you just go into the music store and search for I only like their old stuff. You'll be able to see the podcast. And a couple, of, we, we did get a couple of reviews over the past week um, from various people. Uh, had. Not a nod to a redneck juggler for probably the thickest review, uh, and and I don't know who a friend with weed is. <laughs> I don't either. Somebody, somebody that knows here. one of us and not the other, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that if you want to, if you want some good laughter, go check out the reviews because they're ridiculous. And um, yeah, and then leave us a review, please. You might be number one fan next week if you uh, leave us a review. Yeah, you never know. And also, uh, if you want to check out the show notes from this show, we'll put up. We've been putting up some pictures from some of the stuff we're talking about, or some movie trailers and things like that. Um, you can subscribe to our Twitter feed, twitter.com/iolts. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep, I got it right this week. Um, so check that out, and uh, right after the show is up, we'll put up a bunch of notes that have uh, some links to some stuff you might might like or might make you laugh. So anyway, I guess that's uh, that's about it. Thanks to everybody who's been uh, subscribing and downloading. It's been it's been cool. So next week will probably be a lot more funny. Right. <laughs> but maybe not. You never know. <laughs> we were good for three. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> All right. Have a good week. Right. I make myself sick, get on my own nerves. Immature, insecure, grown up nerves. Cash in MC on a label that's unstable.